morning, Sun Valley Church, and welcome back to The Voice of the Valley. I'm your host, Jeremy Pinch, and today we are continuing um, our uh, month-long look at the valley, and we're having families within the church that are coming to speak about different aspects of, of uh, the valley or uh, trials and suffering that they've walked through. Um, last week was a great encouragement with Chuck and Yvonne as, as Yvonne and uh, talked about her cancer and um, how they walked through that. It was it was a great encouragement to me, and hopefully it was an encouragement to you. And today I am blessed to be speaking with Barry and Ellen Rifle. Guys, thank you so much for, for joining me this morning. You bet. It's thank good you. to be here. Barry and Ellen, some people may not know you. Um, could you just... Tell us a little bit about yourselves, maybe how you guys came to Sun Valley, and yeah, just just a little bit of information about you guys. Well, Ellen grew up in the Valley here, and I grew up in Seattle. We uh, we met at WSU and uh, um, fell in love, and uh, she had one more year of school before I graduated, and after I graduated, so I went off to a year of um, ministry work in Alaska. For a year, and uh, we came. I came back, and we got married that that summer after returning. I uh, got engaged over Christmas break, and and uh, we lived in Oregon for four years, waiting for the place where we wanted to raise a family, either Pullman, Go Cougs, yeah. or uh, <laughs> Wenatchee, or Yakima. And uh, as the Lord would have it, Yakima is where the the job came at East Valley High School, and. Okay. So uh, we've been here in Yakima ever since. Okay. okay. Yeah, we moved here in 86. And um, when we moved to Yakima, we looked for a church and we settled in on Westside Baptist, which was a great encouragement for us and for a time when we were raising our five children. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we attended Westside until Sun Valley was birthed. And when we heard that Sun Valley would be in the East Valley area, which is where we've lived since 1986. Um, we really felt pulled to be a part of that um, that church plant because we um, saw value in fellowshipping with the people that we lived amongst in mm-hmm. East Valley. Mm-hmm. Now, Barry, you've, you were on the podcast a few months back talking about... Uh, FCA and maybe there's people listening now that that haven't had a chance to listen to that podcast. But can you guys can you guys tell us a little bit about what you do, um, what you do through FCA and and uh, what that looks like? Sure. Yeah. Um, about five years ago, I uh, felt called to go on staff uh, for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. We've been associated with it for many years in in different capacities. We met through FCA at WSU back when we were in college. And uh, it's a national or international organization that's been around since 1954. And so now my, my position has morphed a little bit. It originally started out um, most exclusively working on campuses, visiting coaches and athletes and encouraging them in their faith and looking for opportunities to share the gospel with those who don't know Christ. And, and uh, things have gradually grown to where now uh, I'm in more of a director's position and still am able to do some ministry on campus, but uh, now there's more 
oversight of other staff as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that has been a little bit of a change, but an exciting one to see God work and and bring more people on board, uh, bringing the gospel to coaches and athletes. It's basically using the platform of sports, which is so prevalent in our society, to reach people with the good news of the gospel. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's always encouraging encouraging talking to you, Barry, because I feel like every time we we talk about FCA, you guys are opening new doors or potentially opening new doors in in different schools and in districts around the valley. Yeah. Um, which is well, God's the one that opens the doors, and it's yeah. exciting to be able to be there and and yeah. step through when the opportunities present themselves. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, in two thousand one, you guys received the most tragic news uh, a parent could hear. Could you could you take a few moments to uh, talk about that period in your life and how you processed it, what, what took place? Sure. Yeah, um, that was a, a very difficult time in our life when um, we got the news one night in January um, that our daughter, Brenda, had been in a car accident and she didn't make it. Um, our oldest daughter was a senior in high school and Brenda was a sophomore. And Ben was in eighth grade, Lori was seventh grade and Sarah was fifth grade. And um, actually fourth grade. And so when we received that news in the middle of the night, we were broken. Um, and in shock and how we handled that was we came together as a family we woke up the kids and just wept together and cried out to God Mm -hmm. and um, one of the main things that I remember that night was that we were empty and in shock but very pulled out God's word and read promises Mm -hmm. that God had given us um, that said that when we are believers that there is hope. Mm -hmm. And so we clung to those words and uh, that, that helped, is one of the things that helped get us through that difficult time. Yeah, I, I don't know uh, when I started, but um, I think from the time I was a, a new believer, I came to know the Lord uh, my freshman year in college. Um, I would write scripture in the back of my Bible that um, that was indicative of God's promises and the gospel message, um, just who God is and uh, who man is in our sinful state and our need for a Savior. And... Uh, God's promise of salvation for those who put their faith and trust in Him. Uh, And I have those kind of mapped out in the back of my Bible, and so that's kind of where we went to right from the get-go. You know, some of the scriptures that stood out was that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. He who has the Son has the life. He who does not have the Son does not have the life. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we just, we we camped on uh, our knowledge of Brenda and her... uh, commitment to Christ and even a, a recent recommitment uh, mm-hmm. that summer uh, to Christ. And that brought us great hope and great comfort amidst uh, the challenges. Um, 
you know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me, you know, and the witness is this. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Um, you know, even John three sixteen, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, so that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. And 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 we just kind of kept going on and on and looking cross-references and, and just continuing to find promises that God uh, will not forsake uh, those who have put their faith and trust in him. And and uh, that was the the rock foundation that we needed uh, amidst the waves of the storm. It was an encouragement from Jason Williams, who was the youth <clears throat> director at Westside at that time, mm-hmm. who had taken Brenda on the um, youth trip to California the summer before. And he took time to um, remind us that Brenda had made a commitment that summer um, of 2000 and so you know we rested in that mm-hmm. um, that communication that she had made a commitment and God would not leave her or forsake her mm-hmm. yeah I've <coughs> hearing the hearing the story from from you guys and um, from Sarah at the at the funeral you had an, an immense privilege, Barry, to share the gospel. Can you can you walk us through that? Uh, what what was that like for you um, to to share the gospel to a room full of um, people who who may not have believed in Christ? Um, uh, what was what was it like going going through that for yourself? Um, I I remember. Uh, I remember <clears throat> as we were making funeral arrangements, just feeling compelled, uh, really compelled that I needed to share the gospel, mm-hmm. that um, people that I worked with on a daily basis, um, friends of of all of our children, uh, friends of our family uh, in the community, and, and most especially the East Valley community, they were very special to us. Um, this... I felt maybe may the only time that I'd be able to directly share the gospel, and you know, the, when when we go through those times of losing loved ones, those are when people reflect and families reflect the purpose of life and the brevity of life, and and the rest of the busyness when when we're not um, faced with a funeral or a loss of a loved one. The, the busyness of life gets in the way, and and uh, especially if we're doing okay, we don't see a need, but. But it's it's during those times when uh, when death faces us, uh, hits us in the face, that we begin to ask those really deep questions. And so, I just felt compelled that this was the time to to share uh, the saving message of the gospel. And so uh, I remember um, some pastors coming over and visiting just to kind of give comfort and praying for me and and just sharing the desire I had to to. Um, explain the gospel uh, at the funeral and uh, just their encouragement to me to do that mm-hmm. and uh, praying for me that it would be a clear message. And so I, I praise God for um, the insights that came and uh, for the people that came and heard and the work that God has done in the lives of who knows how many. But mm-hmm. uh, we just I continue to just hold on to that hope that uh, there are those who um Upon hearing the gospel, God drew them to him. To add to that, piggyback on that, um, 
the Holy Spirit was working um, during that time, really compelling Barry to share. Um, and it's been obvious looking back now as the pain um, has softened of that loss, seeing what God has done. And there have been um, people over the years who have just come up to me when during a random time and said, I was at your funeral and I trusted Christ that day. Hmm. And it was about a week and a half ago that someone came up to me and said that they had heard that a friend they were talking to had wow. made a commitment that day. So um, wow. those are promises that um, and reflections that continue to encourage us to mm -hmm. walk walk um, the faith that we believe and um, that do our hearts good mm. during this time. Mm. I'm, I'm sure this time in your life has severely tested your faith, and I'm, I'm sure there's still times where, where it's, it's difficult to reflect on on that time but what are some things um throughout the years that have have reminded you guys of the gospel hope reminded you i know you've you just gave uh, numerous passages that you you went to what are what are some other things that that helped you um, guide you along along the way well one thing that happened at the um the next morning um, after the accident, the body of Christ mm. from West Side mm. came and flooded our house, mm. brought meals, brought flowers, brought love, hugs, encouragement, and not just for burying me, but for the kids, brought stuffed animals, just loved on us and wrapped mm. their arms around us. And that that's a huge um, encouragement to have a body that you're connected to mm. because we you know um, didn't just go to church on Sunday we were connected and mm. um, still have many friends at West Side um, but the body of Christ um, came alongside us also the community came alongside us and um, living in a community a smaller community like East Valley um, affords that and um, so we were um, wrapped in God's arms through people, mm. and um, that was a testimony, just how God takes care of those who are broken and hurting. And a scripture that, um, that I still often go to during different times is just that um, God will never leave us or forsake mm. us, and God is my refuge and my strength, a very present help in trouble. And and he is, and he has shown himself so faithful to his, um, who he is, and um, he never changes. So that's a comfort. Yeah, I, I think too, um, having lost Brenda puts a whole different perspective on um, wanting to know God, wanting to know more about heaven, wanting to know more mm -hmm. about eternal life, um, uh, a particular urgency, having a better understanding of the brevity of life, and 
um, the value of things. Uh, at that time, I, I know immediately surrounding the loss, it became super evident to me <clears throat> that there's really only two things of value, God and people. And mm-hmm. uh, at that time, anybody could have come and stolen our car or burned down our house or uh, robbed our bank accounts. And it really, I would have thought, big deal. You know, mm. we, we just lost a daughter. And mm. and uh, then the response of people and the value of that just far outweighs uh, any financial gain or worldly possessions. And mm. and uh, so it, it does change your perspective in terms of what is really valuable. Um, at least I, I feel like it should. It did for me. And um, so just kind of given an urgency for wanting to know more about God. Uh, so spending more time in God's word, because the more, the more I read, uh, the more I understand God and his love and, and his attributes and, and, uh, you know, the value of sharing that with others. Uh, mm. yeah. I was a year younger than, than Sarah when I was, when I was at the funeral. So I didn't, I didn't really know what was going on. Um, but now stepping back a few years and, and knowing what took place and, and seeing you guys, I I just see the joy that comes from you. Um, you know, we've had we've had the opportunity of, of going to Mexico together and, and spending some time together and just watching your guys' joy uh, in the Lord and seeing that overflow into the lives of those around you has been such a great encouragement to me. What would be your guys' encouragement to Sun Valley, um, for for those who are who are walking through difficult and and hard times, what would be what would be your guys's encouragement um, for them? Well, God's word is where we learn truth. Um, it's the the plumb line we can count on to know that what we're reading is is we can count on it. Um, the other things in the world, uh, the advice that comes and goes, and um, the things that we think are important um, at certain times, those all change. But but God's word brings brings uh, stability, and so um, regardless of what the circumstance is, the difficulty, the trial is that someone's going through, um, I think that's where ultimate comfort comes from. Uh, uh, in in light of God opening their eyes to the truth of the gospel and God's promises, um, so if if those things aren't making sense, then I would encourage them to turn to Christ and uh, with a repentant heart and just say, God, I I need to know, I need to understand, I I need um, your comfort. Uh, God is faithful to those promises to those that will trust in Him. Yeah, I have to agree because looking back. Um, I have been in many Bible studies, and I think uh, looking back that that is what helped me um, to stand firm through the hard times because not just reading my Bible, but studying my Bible and with other Bible studies that I would go to um, sunk God's Word into my mind and my heart so that I had that as a reserve mm-hmm. to go to during the hard times. And I don't, I think it's more difficult during those hard times to just jump in and, and try to um, grasp all that God has for us. But it, it, 
I guess an encouragement to me was that God had um, given me a love for his word and a desire to study his word. Mm -hmm. And he knew that I would need that. And we all need that because life is not always easy and there are always ups and downs. So um, being consistent in studying God's word and hiding God's word in our hearts and our minds is, I think, a huge um, benefit as well as blessing um, when life gets hard. Mm -hmm. And people... Yeah. investing in relationships mm -hmm. as I get older I'm the doer I'm the check it off on my <laughs> list and Barry's the relational one but I realize more and more as I get older just how important um, relationships are and investing in relationships yeah. so yeah. that's another important part Barry's also the joker of the oh, family yes yeah <laughs> well, you know you gotta have a little humor yeah. in life too that's right <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, you guys were just talking about you know when that when that uh, event took place the body of christ came around you and i, I couldn't imagine being in a position outside of that mm -hmm. you know not having the body of christ and, and receiving that news where what would you what would you do you know yeah um I don't know. I ask myself the, that same question: what, what, how difficult it would be to go through something like that without um, the body of Christ to come mm -hmm. around and, and reflect God's love uh, mm -hmm. back on you. Uh, right, and uh, you know, I I also reflect on that, but I see just heard of a friend who a couple of years ago got a diagnosis diagnosis for a serious health condition. And she's not a believer, so I think of the body of Christ being able to surround her, mm. and mm. Um, doing that is mm. a way that we can love people and bring them mm. in a tangible way the gospel, yeah. because God loved us and we're to love others. So, yeah. yeah. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Well, Barry and Ellen, thank you so much. Thank you for being willing to come on here and, and share your story and, and encourage me and and the body of Christ at Sun Valley. Thank you awesome. for joining us. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Well, yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. To God be the glory. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Amen. amen. I would encourage you, um, listeners, if, if you haven't had the opportunity to meet Barry and Ellen, I would do it. Barry's about seven feet tall. And uh, uh, he's got uh, a smile that is irresistible along with Ellen. Ellen is, is such a sweet woman of Christ, and, and they're such a blessing in my life. Um, I would encourage you to get to know them. Barry is a small group leader, um, and you guys meet on, on Wednesday nights. Wednesday yeah, nights. 7 o'clock Wednesdays. Yeah, so if you're not a part of a small group, I would encourage you to, to join theirs. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. Get to know them. Um, get to know their story. It is, it is truly an honor to, to know them personally. So thank you guys again for coming on. Church, we love you. Uh, we look forward to being with you on Sunday and next week on The Voice of the Valley. Have a great day.